Welcome to Manawaker Studios' Flash Fiction Podcast. I'm C.B. Drogi. Before we get to this week's story, the first story of the fifth season of the Flash Fiction Podcast, I'd like to take a minute to remind you that the podcast is supported by volunteer subscribers on Patreon. A dollar a month is all it takes to help me produce this podcast and everything else that Manawaker does. You would also get rewarded with special features, like early access to the Manawaker podcast and comics, and updates about unreleased projects. Higher levels of subscription come with even more benefits, but the real reason to do it is to help me create these works of literary art which otherwise would have no access to funding, because Manawaker does not seek grants or use advertising in any of its projects. To find out more, visit patreon.com slash manawaker. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash m-a-n-a-w-a-k-e-r. If helping financially is not in the cards for you, that's okay. It's free for a reason, after all, and there are other ways you can help. Recommend the podcast to others, easier than ever now that we're on Spotify, or leave a review for the podcast in whatever service you use. These things are free, and every review and referral really does help. Thanks for listening, and for your support of Manawaker Studio. Now, on with the show. This week, Something to Remember, by Lituo Huang. Siobhan's room has three white walls and a yellow wall. Hers is the only room in the Levittown Girls' Academy with a yellow wall. Siobhan's extra-long twin bed, topped with a nest of sheets and blankets, is pressed against the yellow wall. Across the room is her roommate Dee's bed, made up as smooth as a book cover. Rena lies on Siobhan's bed, her head resting on Siobhan's crumpled Paul Frank monkey pajamas, and puts her brown legs up the yellow wall. Siobhan's milk-white legs form a V next to hers. How do you get them so nice? Rena asks, comparing her chipped toenails to Siobhan's, which are glossy and perfect, painted cherry skins. Siobhan shrugs horizontally. Practice makes perfecto. Rena places her foot next to Siobhan's. She feels the stubble on their legs scrape. The blood pools in her head, making everything funny. Watch this, Siobhan says. She launches her legs backward over her head, flipping off the bed in a reverse somersault. Her arms flail, and she lands on the floor with a crack. The CD case is splintered. The girls stare at the cover, then at each other. A starburst of shattered plastic radiates from Madonna's armpit across the case like a gunshot. Oh, crap! Siobhan smacks her forehead. Dee's gonna kill me when she gets back! Rena levers the broken case from Siobhan's hand. She walks to Dee's side of the room, where Dee's combination CD cassette player radio alarm clock with five-disc changer sits on Dee's shelf like a vault. Calm down, Shiv, says Rena, although she feels dizzy from the blood draining out of her brain. She peels open the CD case, and shards of brittle plastic bounce off the vinyl floor. She pops out the CD and inspects its underside for hairline cracks. Hey, the CD looks okay. Siobhan groans. 
When Rena inserts the CD into Dee's combination CD cassette player radio alarm clock with five disc changer, however, the machine whirs and shows ERR on the display. Rena slaps the top of the machine. Don't! Siobhan jumps toward Rena, her damp bang stuck to her forehead. I'm not supposed to touch her stuff. Oh man, she repeats. I'm dead. Rena presses the eject button. The CD slides out with a hiss. The Cheshire Cat Used Book Emporium is at the end of the main street, past cafes, pizza shops, and head shops. Siobhan and Rena walk with linked arms. Rena, on the side closer to traffic, flinches every time a car passes by. I've only got five dollars. You? Siobhan asks, looking into the window of a thrift shop at a faceless mannequin wearing a rainbow clown wig. Rena digs into her pocket. Three, she replies, pushing her Hello Kitty coin purse with the folded bills back into her jeans. Stop worrying. She sees the two of them faintly reflected in the shop window like ghosts. The girls relink arms. In front of the mug coffee shop, a web of interlocked metal cafe tables and chairs block the sidewalk. Rena and Siobhan weave between the tables and chairs, linked like a two-car train. It warms my heart, a man says. The girls stop. The man is standing in the middle of three tables shoved together, leaning to one side, wearing a battered hat with veteran printed above a colorful line of service ribbons. All the pockets of his cargo vest are bulging. It warms my heart, he says, to see girls walking arm in arm. It's beautiful. Rena frowns, and Siobhan puts a hand on her hip and opens her mouth to speak. Don't get me wrong, though, the man says. I don't mean anything. Rena pulls Siobhan forward. Don't mean anything, the man says again. It's beautiful. When I was young, Siobhan trips over a table leg. Rena plows through the web. When I was young, the man yells after them. The owner of the Cheshire Cat used book emporium sits in the middle of his walled-off counter like a minor god. He glances at Rena and Siobhan through thick lenses. His eyes are small and far away. The bookshop smells of old books, which are stacked in every orientation on shelves, and of shrimp. The owner is eating shrimp cocktail. Where are the CDs? asks Rena. All the CDs are in the back. The owner gestures with a shrimp in his hand. But don't go past the beads. Why not? says Siobhan. The owner squints at her. How old are you? Seventeen, interjects Rena, pinching the small pad of fat behind Siobhan's elbow. Still not for you, the owner says, pursing his lips, before transferring his attention to the empty space above their heads. Rena and Siobhan make their way between overstuffed shelves to the CDs. Rena clicks through them. What was it called again? You didn't bring it? Siobhan says, brushing her fingers along the strings of green beads that lead to the forbidden room. Me? Rena stretches the word to three syllables. She pulls on the spine of every Madonna CD on the shelf until she finds it. Something to remember. At the checkout, Rena unzips her Hello Kitty coin purse and lays her bills on the counter next to the melting cocktail ring of shrimp. She prods Siobhan, who puts down her crumpled five. So what's behind the beads? asks Siobhan. Nine ninety-nine, the owner replies. We have eight, says Rena. 
The owner places a whole shrimp in his mouth, tail and all. Nine ninety-nine. Will you take eight? Rena says again. The owner crunches the tail and swallows. No can't do, girly. He taps a long index finger on the counter. I don't make the rules. Siobhan begins making a thin whining noise. No crying in here, says the owner, pointing to a sign that reads, All sales final. Siobhan stops and rolls her eyes. The girls return to the CD section. While Rena searches for the empty slot to return the CD, Siobhan parts the bead curtain. The strings clack like bones. What are you doing? The owner hollers. Putting it back, Rena hollers back. Oh my gosh, says Siobhan from behind the beads, her squeal suddenly carrying through the store. There's a scraping of chair against floor and the thudding of the owner's feet. Shiv, says Rena, let's get out of here. Guess what's back here, says Siobhan, her flushed face poking through the bead curtain. Get out, the owner yells, careening around a shelf of oversized books. Rena grabs Siobhan and pulls her out from behind the green bead curtain as if from a swamp. Guess. I don't know, says Rena between heavy breaths. They have run down the street and hidden behind a brick wall of the mug, its tables and chairs now cleared from the deserted sidewalk. Siobhan cups her mouth and leans in, her lips nearly grazing Rena's ear, and whispers, Porn. Her pop of hot breath makes Rena's whole body itch. Seriously, Siobhan cries, beginning to skip down the sidewalk in an explosion of high spirits. Rena tries to skip after her, her hand over her chest. Wait for me! The CD case is under her bra, stuck by a sudden outbreak of perspiration to her skin, rattling with every skip. This has been Something to Remember by Lituo Huang. The Flash Fiction Podcast theme song is by Kevin McLeod. Menowaker Studios Director of Dice is Ben Baston. The podcast is produced, edited, and narrated by me, C.B. Drogi. You can follow me on Twitter at C-B-D-R-O-E-G-E. Thanks for listening. On the next installment of Flash Fiction Podcast, do you have any religious beliefs? Cassie looked around with desperation, but the flight was completely full, with no seat open to escape to.